What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Doing well. How about yourself? I think I'm okay. I really don't have any complaints. Although I don't really know what we're going to talk about this afternoon, but I feel like there's a couple of things we need to cover. There's one thing I know we definitely need to revise uh, from what we did the other day. That protest we talked about in Berlin, yeah, there was a little bit more going on there than what we were kind of led to believe. So I I found out a little bit more on that. And yeah, uh, I think we're going to have to make a revision on that because there's a lot more going Mm -hmm. on there. And I think people are going to be shocked by what they hear. So uh, we're going to talk about that. I think we're going to get into some societal stuff today, too. I kind of I feel like we just need to talk about the direction that society's going and the direction that it needs to be taken rather than the direction it's going, because everything's being done backwards, if you will. So I think we kind of need to go that direction with it. But we'll talk about that later. Anyway, this morning, basketball, right? Basketball and, and professional sports as a whole, they're not really they're not doing too well. As far as the numbers and stuff, they're not doing too well. Well, LeBron James has come out, right? You know who LeBron James is? You know, the big basketball player guy? Yeah, him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's come out and he said that the NBA and its fans, right? All four million of them. The NBA and its fans are saying that they don't care if Trump watches. They don't care. Now, Trump has come out and said he actually gave an interview on Fox and Friends. He said that he would no longer watch the NBA basketball while players are taking a knee during the anthem. He said this is, quote, when I see people kneeling during the playing and disrespecting our flag and national anthem, what I do personally is turn the game off. I think it's disgraceful. We work with the NBA. We worked with them very hard trying to get to op- or trying to get them to open. I was pushing for them to open. Then I see everybody kneeling during the anthem. That's not acceptable to me. When I see them kneeling during the game, I just turn the game off. I have no interest in the game. Let me tell you this. Plenty of other people out there, too. He's right. The numbers show it. The yep. the, um, the ratings, they, they show it. They're not there. So if they're going to continue to be full of themselves, then, I mean, you deserve everything you get. I hope all of you lose your endorsements. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm with the president on this one. If if I were someone into sports uh, or at least more into sports than I currently am, I would be shutting it off as well. The the reports I've I've been seeing and hearing of uh, the amount of SJW nonsense that's in that's in sports now. Yeah, I have no interest. Uh, I get enough of it from the media. I get enough of it from social media. I get enough of it from, you know, just day to day interactions and, and just no, I don't want it anymore. Just sports is supposed to be where both sides of the aisle can get together and root for a team together or what have you. I mean, there, there's always been that kind of competitiveness between, you know, and they, they, there was always been kind of this, um, in, in a fun way, being competitive towards one another, right? And wh- yeah. where is that gone? You know, now it's just kind of, now it's just this social justice nonsense. Everything's become political. It's all political. And see, that's the problem is you have to have some realm of society that doesn't go political so you can get away from things and you can maintain that balance you're talking about. And so I think it has to be what you say. You got to pull all that stuff out of there. So I think the bigger question here is how do you actually get the companies to see that? Is it they have to lose all of that 
that viewership? Because what sports if you don't have any fans? What is it? I mean, I would really like to see, honestly, I, I'll be upfront on this. I don't think it's going to matter, to be fair. I don't think it's going to matter. You got Gates coming out saying, oh, well, we're not going to open sports stadiums until we get a vaccine. Okay, fine. If that's how you're going to play it. I don't think people are going to accept that, but people aren't accepting the way sports are. So the stadiums are going to be empty. I think if you open them up right now, you're not going to have people going to games. No one's going to go. And, I mean, are you going to pay $25 for a Yankees ticket and go and watch all those bums <laughs> take a knee? I mean, and don't, don't no. sit there. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm a Yankees fan, right? Excuse me. Yeah. I was a Yankees fan for 20 years, right? I played baseball for 14 years of my life. It's in me, right? The game is in me. I'm not going to pay money and watch all these people take knees. You're crazy. It's not going to happen. I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't go to a game and, and do that. I mean, I used to drive up to um, I used to drive up to Pittsburgh, right? I mean, Pittsburgh wasn't that far from, from where I was in Ohio. It was only a few hours. And I used to go up there for Pirates games. It was the closest place where I could, next to course, Cincinnati, I could go down and see a Reds game. But the Reds games, like those tickets were out of, I mean, those things were out of control. It was 50 bucks for a Reds ticket, right? 50 bucks for a Reds ticket. If I could go, if I could make it up to Pittsburgh, if I was working up in PA, if I could make it up to Pittsburgh, then I could pay seven dollars for a for a uh, pirates ticket. Of course, it cost me twenty five dollars to park the car, but still, you know. And I could have dinner at the stadium for eight bucks, so it wasn't that bad. You know, you go to Manny's Barbecue. Any of you have been to PNC Park before, right? You go to Manny's Barbecue up there. Great place to eat if the park ever reopens. And Manny would sign a baseball for you, right? That's how much of a fan I was, you know, of the game, not organizations, but of the game. I don't think people are going to pay money. Vaccine or no vaccine, I don't think that really matters. I think that's a minute point at this time frame we're at. But I don't think people are going to pay money regardless and go and watch these idiots take knees. I think you'll still have the diehards. You'll still have the ones that agree with the the you know the the opinions or or the perspective that they're they're bringing forth. But the majority of Americans, nah, nah, I don't think they're on board with this. And you know, I don't I don't even think like as far as those on the left, the the classic Democrat type which are really more moderate now because of the way things have been moving. I don't even think they're for it. I, I think the only ones that are really for it are the uh, woke liberals. I think they're the only ones that really think this is this is important to inundate the population with, which, by the way, it's no different than propaganda, right? It is, that's all this is, is propaganda nonstop. So, yeah. But the woke liberals don't like sports, though. Uh, fair. That's fair. I mean, they don't. I mean, if you look at them, I mean, do they look like sports fans? I mean, I don't I, I can't picture them sitting in a Yankees game eating a hot dog, right? Because they're vegans. Obviously, they can't do that. Right. So anyway, yeah, I, I don't see that. But I, I, I do agree that it is the uh, the weird liberal people that are destroying it. And by the way, when we say liberals, do you know, I heard this today. I was driving in the car and I heard this on the radio. And tell me if you agree with this or not. There are no true liberals in America. Yeah. Do you agree with well, that statement? Yes. In no. politics, in po in politics, not oh, in we're not politics. talking about people like us in politics. There are no true liberals in America. If you say you're a liberal in America, you're a Marxist. That's the point they were making. Uh, I, I kind of agree with the sentiment. Um, at the same time, I, I see someone like Rand Paul and I'm thinking that's he's a liberal. I, I know he's by the by the actual definition. Didn't you say that Rand Paul said the Republicans need to apologize or something? Did I hear you say that? Yeah, uh, basically the quote is he, he was saying that Republicans need to apologize to Obama for complaining about the uh, the debt. And he's not wrong. The debt's higher now under uh, under Trump than it ever was under Obama. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, oh, well, he was he was spending money like a drunken sailor before COVID. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure when you look at the rates, it's gone up faster 
in the in, in the last four years, then it's gone up in um, about 150 years. <laughs> Crazy man, spending's got to stop. We've been saying that from day one. Spending has got to stop. I don't give a damn how you do it, but it's got to stop. We don't have any money. Anyway, okay, well, keeping with sports here, some college football players are a little upset about their new helmet designs. Have you seen these new helmet designs, the COVID-19 safety helmets? Have you seen these things? Yeah, where they have the the face mask or visor over the, yeah. <laughs> yes, there is a face shield over the whole thing. And it's like, how are you going to do that to a football player, to any athlete? How are you going to do that? Athletes have to breathe, especially people that are on the field, right? The ones that are running up and down. They have to breathe. One of the players has come out and one of the LSU linebackers, he's come out and he says, I can't say this, but he says, I can't effing breathe under this thing in a video that he put on social media. He said, it's like breathing in a Ziploc bag. Another offensive lineman had said, honestly, we've all worn masks now. Yeah, we've all experienced it. And if you're from a hotter climate, you understand what it's like wearing a mask in 100 degree weather. Or for those that don't go by Fahrenheit, I believe 30 degrees Celsius is uh, is about that range, is it not? Uh, yes. Yes, that's true. Some other colleges are actually saying that they're completely canceling their football season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm. it wouldn't surprise me if that's the road they go. NFL, uh, I, I don't think they can cancel necessarily, but colleges, man, they, I feel sorry for some of the seniors. The, the ones that could have potentially had a, had a chance at being picked or drafted. I mean, I feel sorry for them because uh, this is what are you going to do? I mean, you can't, shine. Yeah. You, I mean, you can't bring them back and say, oh, yeah. Can you come back and play for a month? I mean, you can't you can't do that. No. Uh, so it's uh, I don't know if there's going to be any kind of special um, tryouts or anything that they'll do or I don't know. At the same time, they're unless they've been practicing this entire time, they're, they're a year behind on practice. Hopefully they're they're staying in the gym and whatnot and staying fit. But. Um, these masks and stuff. The the like, yeah, but this is not a mask. This is not a mask. Right. though. This is a face shield. Right. right. But I, I'm I'm using the mask as an example for the general populace because we've all experienced wearing a mask now, or a majority of us have. So we we all understand what it's like with uh, breathing restrictions. Whereas this is a this is an actual like physical barrier. It's not like you know. It, it's it's a lot harder to breathe under under those kind of things. And if you've ever worn like a respirator and I, I mean like the gas mask style respirators and stuff, you you know how difficult it is to breathe in those things, especially under under a workload. And these guys are under a workload. I mean, these guys are, you know, running, smashing into each other. Uh, it's it's not easy to, to breathe like that. So, no, none of the face. It's not needed. Just no. It's not needed. It's really not needed. This is all ridiculous. It's completely ridiculous at this point. And you said the NFL wouldn't cancel their season. Why wouldn't they? Well, I, I'm looking at it from an economic sense. I can't I can't really see them canceling uh, just from economics sense. They have to have some kind of income to to remain stable. Otherwise, what are they going to do? You know, is they going to shut down the NFL permanently? I mean, that, that's a multi-billion dollar business. They don't, you know, obviously they don't want that to shut down. So they're going to have to do something. Um, that would be my assumption. But, uh, you know, well, to be to be knows? fair, maybe, maybe yeah, get to up. be fair, I think they're going to I think the numbers will shut it down anyway. I don't think they'll yeah, be able to if it, handle yeah. the operating cost. If well, if if they go down the road of this social justice stuff and continue down it and don't listen to the viewers, 
you know, uh, pay attention to the viewers. If you just go back to sports and go back to sports as usual, I'm sure your numbers would be skyrocketing right now and they would be raking in, raking in the cash. Whereas really they, they make a lot of money from the ticket sales and all that kind of stuff as well. But nonetheless, uh, I think they would be able to stay afloat if they if they continued going uh, with the season. I don't know, man. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, if you look at the merchandise, like merchandise is that's a big money maker for that merchandise. And right. look at the merchandise that's actually selling out. It's the players that aren't taking knees. Their jerseys are selling out. The other ones aren't. I mean, it should be obvious for the higher ups in the NFL. You would think. But uh, obviously not. Okay, that's enough about sports. I really don't want to get into too much of this, but I think we're going to have to. Joe Biden. I said that I'm not going to make fun of poor Joe. And I say poor Joe. I mean that seriously. I'm not going to make fun of poor Joe. I'm not because there's a there's a cognitive issue there. And I, I mean, it's just it's there. You can see it. And I could see it when I saw him go up on the stage of that community center last week. That was terrible. That was painful. That was literally painful for me to watch to see that of that poor guy. And so I won't make fun of him. I've said that before. And I'll say it again. I will not make fun of Joe Biden. Now, I will criticize him on issues or whatever. I'll do that to any politician. I don't care what side of the aisle they come from. But the fact that he's still up there is is uh, is pretty bad. And now they're going to continue to keep him off the stage, which we knew they were going to do that anyway. They're not going to have a convention. But he gave an interview to NPR last night. And this is what he said. This is the clip of the interview. And I guarantee you this is not being played anywhere. I I guarantee you this. Now, Fox News might play. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't watch Fox News. I want to know how the media can overlook this. I just want you to hear this, right? Take a listen to this. By the way, I put that program together to provide. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Are, are you going to re-engage with Cuba, though? I mean, I'm, I'm specifically wondering about, you know, the Florida yes. communities that are, in, in, you know, yes. incredibly interested in, in the Cuba issue um, and see yes. uh, status given to Venezuelans while Cubans are being deported. The answer so are, is you yes, I'm going to engage. Yes, yes. And by the way, what you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. You go to Florida, you find a very different attitude about immigration in certain places than you do when you're in Arizona. So it's a very different, a very diverse community. How, 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 is, this, how is this not making headlines? How is that possible? Uh, okay, just on, on, on right on the surface, right? I'm addressing his statement directly and not looking at how racist it is, right? Just right. looking at the facts of the, uh, of the statement. Right. How how are they more diverse? I I, I don't understand when we're, when we're looking at race here, right? Because clearly he's he's defining race. He's saying Latino community and black community. So he's he's looking at race. So how is the Latino community more diverse than the black community? They're a group, a race, a, a category. I I I don't I I honestly I have I, I do not understand what he's saying here or what he's trying to imply or get at, other than being flat racist, saying Latinos, you're better than blacks. If you were to reverse this situation and you were to put Trump in Biden's position, can you imagine (laughs) what would be happening? Can you imagine? Fox News would even bash him. As they should. (laughs) Right. That would be the front page of every paper across the world. Yeah. This is the media that plays favorites, right? This is this is kind of this is another reason why we jumped into all this stuff is because we could show this kind of garbage that goes on. I don't care what side of the aisle someone comes from. I'm not a person on the right. I'm not a person on the left. I'm a person in the middle that looks at people's ideas and what they stand for. I judge people based on the content of their character. That's who I am. 
That's the kind of person that I was raised to be. And this kind of nonsense, okay, as terrible as it is, it's got to be called out. By both sides, it's got to be called out. Just the same as if Trump were to come out and say stuff like this. I know that there is a cognitive issue with Biden. So yeah. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, because he, look, he looked like he was struggling through that interview. And I'm going to go out here, go out on a limb and say, maybe he said it because he didn't understand what he was being asked. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not see, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for the guy. But, you know, I, I guess I'm trying I'm looking at the issue here, not the person itself. So I'm trying to look at what he was trying to say as opposed to that. But I'm also trying to maybe loop that into consideration. But I, I don't know. What, what do you think? Do you think that he understood what he was saying? So one of the things that kind of seems to come out in this is he does he does have an issue with formulating sentences and putting things together and i can get the you know i get that you know we we all have our own little hiccups and whatnot uh, i'm trying to be really gentle because this is this is a really tough thing i hate seeing people go through this right i really do hate when people are being publicized like this or or in in the public's eye and they're clearly going through uh, some issues. And I really hate it for him, especially when it's elderly people and especially when it's involved with uh, dementia or what l appears to be dementia. However, at the same time, Biden's racist. I mean, you look at his past comments that he's said over the years, uh, even the comments that he said recently when Obama was elected, he appears to be racist. And when he starts going down these roads of, uh, well, dementia, I, I feel like it's going to be less and less filtered. And I kind of my suspicion is that that racism is is filtering through and it is coming out that that is honestly my take on it is he's no longer yes. able to be as filtered. Yes. So I, may, maybe that's yeah, maybe that's kind of more the direction I was wanting to go with it. But you just kind of clarified it was that it's just he doesn't know cognitively where he's at. So it's just like he's not able to put that uh, politician like um, fluff on it. Yeah, Shall the, we say? The, yeah, the spin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he just yeah, exactly. says it outright. And then you can tell he's just kind of sitting there looking at himself afterwards saying, oh, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that that's going to bite me in the ass later. I don't know. Does he even realize that? Does he even care? I don't Is know. It, uh, seriously. I mean, seriously, as the staff, as his campaign staff, they sit down and there was one that I'd seen the interview of where they they asked him if he was uh, willing to take a cognitive test or if he was going to expose the results of that or whatever. And the the reporter didn't even get to finish his sentence and Biden jumped on him and and basically was like, no, like I, I take those all the time. What are we going to are you going to go in and take a test for cocaine or, you know, it's like or crack or whatever you said, you know, it. It's, it was a black interviewer, uh, number one. If any Republican did that, you're like, oh, you're you're being racist because you know the the, the problems they had in the in the '90s with with that. Uh, it's just it, it it was it's just bad. I, I don't know, man. I, I hate seeing him go through this. I know he's a racist. I do too. He's, he's corrupt I, and dirty. I just I hate seeing it, the degradation like this, and it's so I, fast. It is, and I would rather see him just like look. For, forget the prosecution, right? Like, I, I know the guy's horrible. He's corrupt and all that stuff. I, I get it, right? Just get him off the stage for the love of God, right? Yeah. Just get him yeah. off the stage. Let him go home. He's Well, he's at home. He's in his basement. Let him right. spend his days at a house by the lake or something because you know when he becomes president, whoever the vice is, they're taking over after 90 days and you'll never see him yep. again. 
Like that's yep. what's gonna happen. So or they'll anyway. they'll keep them around. They may just keep them around for show. Uh, and maybe and all the you know stuff in the background is is them. Yeah, just kind of roll him up. And, you know, get get him up. Uh, get get him out there on TV every once in a while. You can't have him making speech. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at the point now where deep fakes, right? We can get a deep fake of Joe Biden. That that's true. Or have a pre-recorded, heavily edited. You know. Oh yeah. That's something yeah. they put out. Yeah. 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 That's true. All right, we are going to have to go this morning. So thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.